Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your host, Louis the Menace, and you are listening to a short clip of a conversation that me and Dave had earlier this week. Um, we were just doing a quick mic check and started uh, talking, and the conversation got pretty interesting. So I guess we pressed record, and and that's what this all came out of it. So yeah, thank you for listening. This is uh, the fucking bonus for LJME. Enjoy. Enjoy. Because a lot of people don't don't really like to uh, just listen to stuff, mm-hmm. and I feel like the younger community, they like to watch stuff. That's that's true. Like that's the, true. The YouTuber yeah. stuff. So it's it's crazy because I listen to my cousins talk about YouTubers, and I'm like, who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I guess I didn't know it was a thing, you know? Dude, and like, I don't know any YouTubers. Lali was like, her and Merle were talking about somebody, and I'm like, how the fuck are you guys talking about someone's life so detailed? I was like, you you're talking about a family member? They're like, no, it's a YouTuber. Yeah. And it's just somebody who, f- a camera here all the time to record everything they do. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. To me, that just sounds nuts. It sounds crazy. But, I mean, eventually, I feel like we're going to be recording everything we do on w- in this type of setting. So, I don't know if you've heard of Elon Musk, and he was talking about this on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's saying within the next five years, he's working on this thing called Neuralink. They cut out a piece of your brain skull like uh, your head skull and they'll replace it with a chip and basically what it does is it stimulates your brain like a pacemaker almost so someone who isn't able to walk is now able to walk because that chip is like well calling it a chip is kind of like kind of sounds, sounds, sounds scary but, but it it's should just be, it should be obviously or, you need organic. computation when you have the pacemaker you need some level of computerization yeah to tell it when to zap your heart you know yeah so it's kind of the same thing it just fills in the gaps or the voids from like your spinal cord coming to to your brain and your brain sending it back to your body so it reinforces that and it helps you like start walking again there's some people that have like started walking again in the test phases dude that's it's the feds man (laughs) (laughs) you know that's the crazy thing because you're like you can do some good don't yeah, but don't be surprised if Elon Musk is found dead. You think so? Ah, oh, dude, he has a lot of money though. You know, there's not a lot of billionaires in the world. That's true. And I think Elon Musk is one of those people who like he he's super smart, super wealthy, but I I really doubt he's in a secret society and stuff like that. Oh, he's totally against a lot of things. Yeah, so it's like and he don't care it, like, exactly. Nah, it's care. like. He's um, he's doing all these things that might get him killed, but he's at a level where he's powerful enough to compete by himself. Oh, yeah. You know what For I mean? For sure. With secret societies. And that's like goat level right there. Because if you can open your mouth and talk shit about some of the most the most powerful organization in the universe and still stay alive, that you're, you're pretty fucking powerful. And that's all the billions, dude. Yeah. Or you, you're so insignificant. Like, for example, you and I right now. Yeah. That the the government isn't worried about hearing that from us just yeah. yet. Yeah, just yet. They're like, <laughs> oh, we're going to bust a uh, harp. Uh, we're going to bust in a harp and steal all their shit. Yeah. They probably are hearing this right now, but they're just like, uh, yeah, okay. Okay. <clears throat> you're can't not even, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you can't even work your AC right now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> all right? You're not going to come do anything. You know, I was actually, um, there's actually these people in Texas who walked into it several different gun stores and just started buying a whole bunch of uh, guns and ammo mm-hmm. and they ended up with like 160 guns and like 
like thousands of rounds of ammunition and stuff and they the police uh no the the fbi like stormed into their house and arrested them just for buying too many guns and ammo mm-hmm. because it was like it was a crazy amount you yeah. know you're like you're definitely not gonna just go to the shooting range you know what's crazy that that's how you get checked when you're too big the yeah. police uh once you can start competing with the police, you're really sending a message. Oh, yeah. And they tend to do that kind of stuff to you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. Hold on. You have the right to bear arms, but not that many. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not it's that pretty, many. It's pretty crazy. It, it, it happens in, in certain cities. Because for because for us, it could be not that many. But for for the, like the police or for the, for the military, it's, mm-hmm. it's never not that many. That's right. You know what I mean? Before, it used to always be a little town kind of gave all the power to one person. You're, you're re- we're electing who the person we think is the best person. The sheriff. The sheriff to protect us and uphold everyone else to the law. But it was the people's choice. And up to this day, the sheriff is the only constitutionally recognized uh, policing entity in the United States. Yeah. So in other words, only we are allowed to choose who can police us. Yeah. But uh, police, uh, how do I explain this? Uh, what you would call uh, police, yeah. state police, uh, city police from like a municipality or federal police. All yeah. of those are not create are not. They're not constitutional. And they're not elected by the people. They're right? not elected by the people. They're they're they're. It's a job. It's a job. You just apply it for it. And that's, I think, so when I when you ask like people about systemic racism, racism, how does it exist? Where does it exist? In, um, in large cities, maybe? And it's, it's just the simple fact that a police force doesn't necessarily work for the people. It's not from the people. Yeah. It's there to keep a certain political order. Yeah. Um, and I've always felt that way about the police. Because it's not, um, it, that was never the plan. It was never... A plan for them to work for us. It was just a plan for them to work for the the, the p- politics, right? To enforce laws and enforce right. rules. Yeah. Not and and most of all, make money. It's a source of revenue. Giving yeah. people tickets, it's a massive source of revenue. There's like there's no LAPD has been notorious for quotas. Yeah. And that's why sometimes you get a ticket and it seems irrational. You're like, what the hell? And it's like. Well, this guy just needed to make his quota or he's going to get, you know, a write up. Maybe it's his third write up in, in the force. And you're going to be like, hey, you're not upholding the law how you're supposed to. Yeah. I mean, and th- that's why you hear sometimes about p- uh, police who like they like stall. Like they, they stay in a place where they know that some people are going to like run over like a stop sign or, you know. Yeah. Or like they, they stay entrapment. Th- yeah. So they start they start trying to trap people you know they turn off their lights they go in a little corner and then just wait for people to break the law just because they need to you know yeah right they need to write their tickets i always thought it was interesting how your dad said that in puerto rico um the police always had their lights on yeah so like you always know where the police is and i feel like it's a very interesting concept because if you truly believe in the police and that they can protect you that's a good thing you'd be like hey i need to know where you're at so i can call for help whenever yeah um, and at the same time, it's like, oh, well, if I'm a bad guy, then I always know how to get away. I always see them coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, but shouldn't that's that's the, that's the difficult question, you know, 
Which one's more important? Yeah, because which one's more important for people who are good to feel like they ha- they can find help easily, or for people who are bad to know exactly how to get away and how to like they know exactly when the cops are there because yeah. they, they just look around and they're like, I don't see any bru- uh, red and blue, I'm good to go. Yeah, and yeah. maybe that's where you know they. Uh, what was I gonna say? Damn it, I forgot. That's where they take advantage of. Um. No, I was going to say something about people. Oh, what's more important? Is it more important for people to trust? Or is it more pe- more important for the police to instill fear in the bad guys? What's more important, yeah. trust well, or fear? And this is the thing. This is the thing. Um, in the United States, our mentality is not that it's more important for people to trust the police. Right? Because if it was, then we would have our lights on too all the time. But I think that it's more important. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah, something about the heat, man. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, no, um, I think it's more like gotcha police policing, and that's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. They set up something and be like, "Gotcha." Well, there's a there's a quote from Iron Man that I really like, and he said, um, "The best weapon." People say the best weapon is the one that you only have to fire, not that you don't have to fire. And then he was like, "But I believe that the best weapon is the one that you only have to fire once." Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like if you if you've gotten caught by the police once before, they instill this little fear in you where you're like, oh, that, that's my last time. I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to run into the police again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I think it, I think that's what the police is here to do. You know, it's like you really don't want this, you know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because, like, nobody wants to talk to the police. It's like I'm calling the police. No, no, no. It's, it's OK. You don't have to. You don't have to call the police, you know. Mm hmm. It's not like, oh, okay, fine, call them because I feel I don't feel safe right now and I want them to be here. You know? You're right. So it's more like of a of a way to like people have seen what the police is capable of and they're like, Yeah, we don't want we don't want any trouble. With you that. know what I think? I think it's shitty people all across the board. Yeah. Uh and I, f- I feel like maybe not not a lot of people see that and you're just kind of like we're in this weird zone where we assume there aren't that many shitty people, but there's a lot yeah. and they're like slowly infiltrating every aspect. Well, so you know how there's like really terrible people on the left, very terrible people on the right, very terrible people in the police force that's supposed to protect you. Just terrible people everywhere. Well, this is the thing I was, um, I was listening to, you know, maybe we should post this. Maybe, maybe a uh, little separate uh, conversation. Yeah. We might post this like as a little bonus clip or yeah. something. Um, but I was listening to this. Uh, I was watching this stand-up comedian, uh, comedian, right? And he was talking about like how he would fix police brutality and uh, police corruption and stuff. He was like, "I would pay the police more," because people are talking about defunding the police and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he's talking about like I would pay policemen, not the like not the police. I would pay policemen more. I would make it a uh, a more prestigious job. You know, I would make it um, lawyer level, doctor level, you know, six figure level. And he was talking about how when you make more money, it's easier for you to wrap people out. And think about this. Have, you, you used to work at Taco Bell, right? Yes. If someone at Taco Bell gave someone free food on the drive through, would you call corporate? No. If someone at Taco Bell just grabbed a bunch of fries and started eating them in the back room without paying for it. Would you call corporate on them? No. Would the boss call corporate on them? Would, would your manager call it? 
our main one had a reputation, but he's like the main guy from the store. Uh, you know, well, he's just a fucking. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, w- would one of the like assistant managers like most, they trip out most of the time? In general, no. And I always had a feeling that Taco Bell took account of the theft that happened. You yeah. just can't like. You'd have to be foolish as a business to not see that that happens yeah, yeah, on yeah. a daily but basis. But th- that, but that's why they pay you eleven bucks. Yeah, you know, because they assume that you're you're probably gonna give someone free food. You're probably going to call out more. I'm probably going to get some for myself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm probably going to plug my friends, you know, with yeah. with freeze like freezes and stuff. But this is the thing. You never hear. About corruption and doctors and shit. Well, you, you might hear it, but it's not as common as like. Right. It's, like, it's more of a scandal. Or you don't hear of doctors talking about, oh, yeah, I'll give you a free surgery, you know, or like. You you if you hear about a doctor who's corrupt, it's probably from another doctor that ratted him out. You know why? Because he's like, I'm making eight hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm not losing my job over your shit. Yeah. You know, so if a doctor fucks up, doctors are there to keep him accountable because they make enough money to know I'm not losing this job. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now if you have a policeman that makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, as opposed to one who makes forty thousand dollars a year, they might think twice before they say. You know what? I'm gonna allow my my uh my fellow uh police to you know to do some corrupt shit. You know, that's why when they see stuff, they they don't feel like they need to rat them out because they're like, you know what? Whatever. We're we're all not that far away from each other. We're all not that far away. He needs the money. I understand it. Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing. I get it. That happens also in the military where you create this sense of like fucking uh, unity. You all don't get paid much, but you have this sense of unity. You know, doctors never have that. You don't hear a doctor talking about, oh, it's a family over here. Yeah. No, it's a business. All yeah. right. I'm making money. I'm making money. Yeah. And if you fuck up, I'm ratting you out. Right. Definitely. That's why doctors, most of the time, you could trust those people. Yeah. You know, now police. Sometimes. Not so much. Not there's, so much. There's obviously the ones that are innately there's good. Great, yeah. There's great police. And people. there could also be some terrible ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, And honestly, I feel like. We can blame to an extent, but police work is kind of like a product of the society. Yeah. And there's a lot of terrible people. And like I said, there's just terrible people kind of floating into every aspect of everything because we're there. It's just a lot. And this is the thing when you one thing that I was also thinking about making it a higher paid job is that you also make it, like I said, more prestigious. Right. So it would it wouldn't involve more training. Right. Uh, more things to qualify you have you need more uh more fucking uh a higher iq or whatever you need you know you you need to go through more trials you, de- you definitely need to be a very emotionally intelligent person to yes, be a police officer you exactly. have to be very aware of how people feel yeah uh, are you really in danger what can you do things like that exactly so th- that's the thing if you make it so that you have to go through a higher level of education to get that job but you also make more money to get that job, then even if we keep the same uh, the same title of police, we don't have to erase them from the United States. But even if we keep the police, we're, we're going to start filtering out these people who only want to do it as a, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to join the police because it's easy, you know? Yeah, and I feel like uh, sick people. Yeah. For example, like this guy that murdered uh, George Floyd, uh, people like him... You know, they get a taste of dominating somebody, mm-hmm. like overpowering somebody, yeah. and uh, they like it. 
and it's it's really it's really kind of scary to a sense that there's people like that on this earth and it's crazy because there's no type of like psychological testing that goes behind um, police work they police should do work. that constantly exactly i think i feel like we had this conversation about psychological testing yeah we did um it's important and when you have um when you have a higher paid uh job then you would go through enough to where those type of people are filtered out you know what i mean like obviously not all of them because there's there is such a thing as bad doctors corruption and and lawyers and corruption and all these people that make good money but it's not as much as you hear from corruption and like minimum wage jobs and jobs that don't pay more than fifty thousand dollars a year because like i'm not gonna lie to you most of my coworkers at taco bell didn't give a fuck you know what i mean yeah and i was one of them i didn't give a fuck but that's because i didn't get paid enough to give a fuck you know right, what i mean right when you pay someone enough to where they give a fuck you start having better employees in your in your department okay you know what i mean yeah I, I know what you mean but i i read this interesting perspective from this book and it said no matter how much you pay somebody it's never gonna it's never gonna fulfill a void that they have inside mm. um and that void is feeling rewarded they're like if your employee ne- doesn't feel rewarded for what their output is from their work yeah. uh, they're always gonna feel kind of like there's a shortcoming or there's just is this burnout the yeah burnout the burnout yeah the burnout book um and i always thought that that was kind of pretty important because you can have somebody doing what you might call quote unquote physically tough work yeah but they like doing what they do they like showing off this artistic side of them that Mm. they build with their own hands for example myself i feel like uh, stonework is something that i really enjoy like you know, I get to build something with my own hands and I see it there and people use it. You get a good feeling from it's a good feeling. Yeah. And I have coworkers that are there. They're just there to collect money and mm. it's the worst time of their life, you know? Yeah. And it's just on, on, do you feel rewarded on what you're doing? That's the thing. Like when people talk about, um, getting high education and stuff, like becoming doctors, becoming lawyers, becoming engineers and stuff. Um, yeah, thanks. I, I was about to tell you, maybe we should, if we're going to post this, we <laughs> right. I should have uh, turned it off That earlier. feels a lot better. Okay. That sounds a lot better. All right. Um, oh, and the sound is, it's coming up more, which is good. All right. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, like people that want to get higher educations mm-hmm. and like get degrees and stuff. I always think like, are you doing this? Are you becoming an engineer because you are truly like fascinated by engineering work? Or are you becoming an engineer because um, you want the money? You or, the, or the status. You or know. the status. I, I don't want people to think I'm stupid. Yeah, exactly. And you'd be surprised uh, from the lo- uh, number of people who don't have degrees who actually are pretty smart people, you know? Um, I'd say you'd also be surprised from the number of people who have degrees who are pretty stupid people, you know? Mm-hmm. You just talk to them and you're like, this guy's a fucking idiot, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's most likely people who have English degrees. <laughs> <laughs> English degrees. Hey, what the fuck is an English degree for? You know what it's for? So you could teach English. Yeah. I could teach English. I could teach you. So? Oh, fuck yeah. So dude. you know the structure of a sentence? Of course I know the structure of a sentence. Okay. Beginning, middle, end. That's the, what the <laughs> fuck? You know? It's like, what do you want from me, all right? Yeah. Uh, pretty much just follow the book. Being a teacher... Ah, I shouldn't say this. Um, I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. 
Uh, being a teacher is an easy job. You think so? Being uh, being a fucking being a role model and being a a mentor, you know, is is a tough job because teaching something is super easy. You just follow the book, and I know a lot of teachers that do that, but there are other teachers who literally change kids lives you know because they're mentoring those kids you know they're not just reading the book because anybody can read a book and write and write a lecture mm -hmm. exactly how the book goes but there are these types of teachers who actually care you know so so what you're essentially saying is more like um there's a huge difference between good and bad teachers oh yeah and the the bad teachers you see that they kind of stick to the lazy path yeah and then that the extraordinary teachers are, you know, doing something different. They're captivating you. They're interesting you in something. And you're just kind of like, well, thanks for sharing this knowledge with oh, me. Oh, yeah. And it's not that it's not that hard to to be that type of teacher. You just have to truly care. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, people don't get paid enough in the teach in, like to teach. You know what I mean? So it's like even if you start up with this like drive, then you're going to. It could get killed really easily. You could end up burning out. Yeah. You know, unless you truly get this sensation, this feeling from teaching something to a to a child, something completely new, something that will blow them away. Okay. You know? Yeah. So for me, I feel like being a teacher is super easy, super easy. I could be a teacher. I could be a teacher tomorrow. I don't need any qualifications to read a book and just tell tell the information that I just read to kids. But to be like someone who will change someone's lives, that's something very special. And that's something that you have to have a passion for. I believe you. And I, I think that's true for anybody in any job. That is true. But it's such a big responsibility to be a teacher. Yeah. And I might become a, a an activist for teachers to get paid more mm -hmm. because they should, right? Like, I mean, they... Well, here's the thing. I feel like in general, uh, a lot of teachers are underpaid. Yeah. Um, so are professors, by the way. Professors are too. They get fucking PhDs to, <laughs> yeah, get paid as much as like fucking like eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a tough world, but it's all kind of um, what's it called? You always want to go to the nice area because the nice area is going to pay you the best. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by nice areas is just the areas that have more money. Mm. They're able to spend money on a quality teacher as opposed to. Can you get the kids through this curriculum yeah. and pass a good majority so that, you know, we don't have to be audited by the state next year? Yeah. Like it happened last year. You know what I mean? Like they're just not <laughs> trying to get yeah. through with the little tiny money they have because they live in a terrible tax area where, you know, everyone's under the poverty line and they can't afford more, you know? Yeah. Whereas where the nice school, they have a bunch of money. They can get all the kids, uh, you know, iP iPads for the year, yeah. for the, fr the freshman class iPads, you know? Exactly. Like that's the difference. So obviously there's some like really nice people that donate that kind of stuff or other schools, but you don't see that everywhere, you know? And education is like a lot of people. I feel like the reason why a lot of people are against it is because like you said, there's a lot of areas where um, teachers don't have the funding or like schools don't have the funding to do all this shit at compared to other nicer areas. So a lot of them end up just not really giving a fuck, you know? This is why for me it's important to, I don't know, some people have seen this, but I have seen this. Um, and the saying goes, it's important to 
make um, the opportunity equal and not the outcome equal. Mm. So we shouldn't be trying to fix the outcomes of people. We should be trying to fix their opportunities. And in my opinion, the best opportunity that can be equal for everybody is going to be school. If you start off in kindergarten or, you know, just that K through 12 period, right? That's kind of mandatory for everybody. If that's really high quality and wherever you go and you create great competition amongst everybody, um, you can get places as opposed to trying to have equal outcome for everybody, if that makes sense. So you're, you're talking about everybody has the opportunity to uh, have the same level of education, not and quality of education, the same quality. Yeah. And, and I don't just mean uh, what's it called? Um, just like what you're learning, but mm. also your environment. Yeah. So it's important important to have a nice quality environment. Yeah. Because when kids see something, they're like, "Whoa, this is this is where I get to go to school." Yeah. They're gonna take care of it, you and, know. And, and if it's something that they looked and man, this place is a dump, you're not gonna care. Well, it, you you can tell a lot from the setting, right? And when when you're like, "Oh, damn, I get to go to this. I get to go come to this every day," you know, that's a different feeling from "I gotta go to this shit." That's right. You know, there's a difference between I have to and I get to. Yeah. You know, I get to means you feel like you have a privilege. You have a privilege. And I have to. You feel like you have a a duty or like. Yeah. You just have to check it from the checklist, you know. Yeah. And one thing that I was going to say is. So you're saying um, you, you want people to have the opportunity to get the same level of quality, not for people to all just. Yeah, you get a C, you get a B. You passed. It's fine. You know, is that what you're trying to say? No. So I know you're in Elk Grove School District when you were growing up. Yeah. And that's one of the top wealthiest school districts in the in the county. Yeah. So you probably did. Did you only go to one high school over there? Uh, I went to one high school and then I went um, homeschooled for a little while. Yeah. But oh, so you, you didn't experience like two different high schools in Elk Grove? No, okay. not really. I know like Ramesh and Ashley did. Yeah, they, they like went experience. to they went to Monterey Trail when it first started, and yeah. it was a fucking dump. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was it was really bad. But when you went, was it nice? It was nicer. Anyway, that's the end of the bonus um, conversation that we had there. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. I do apologize for the fan that was in the background for like most of the fucking video, uh, but we didn't even know we were gonna post it until the very end. So yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast, make sure that you share it. And uh, it's the best way you can support. We really appreciate all of our listeners. Uh, yeah, anyway, have a good fucking rest of your week. And peace.
no forget And I promise you no go regret Danny Makanaki, I'm the best And I promise you, you will regret you Hello, hello, you don't say you bad Kakao, 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 kakao